praise God. Our topic today is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And I pray as we study further, the Holy Spirit will come down in our midst in the name of Jesus. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit. What do you understand about the indwelling of the Holy Spirit? If you should look at the book of Jude 1 20, it says, But you belong building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying the Holy Ghost, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Faith, according to Hebrews 11, is telling us that it is the substance of things hoped for and is the evidence of things not seen. That's what the Bible tells us about faith. And it says something, if you go down to Hebrews 11, chapter 6, that without faith, no man can please the Lord. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Faith, the book of Mark 11, 24, yes, Mark 11, 24, it says, Whatever you ask in my name, believe that ye have received. Whenever you are praying, always have this mindset. Always have this belief that God has answered you. It is when you apply faith to prayer, that is when things start working for you. It is when you apply faith to prayer, that is when things, that is when your prayer begins to come to pass. It is when you apply faith to prayer, that is when you gain access to the things of the Spirit. Oh, see, brados kamilakate, zebedekete yalakate. Oh, see, What subdue your faith in God is doubt. I want you to understand that phrase, that sentence. There's a something. There's something that subdue, that suppress, that 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 suppress your faith in God, and that thing is doubt. When you are praying, and you'll be like, Ah, can God do this thing in five minutes that I just prayed? You'll be like, ah, can God do this thing in two minutes? Remove doubt whenever you are praying. Because prayer plus faith minus doubt is equals to total answer to such a prayer. Whenever you are praying, remove doubt. Do not doubt God. God can change. Your life can change in just one minute. Forget about it. Whatever you pray, just believe. Whatever you pray for, just believe that you have received it. You you are doubting that can, can God do this in five minutes? Pray. Pray. The Bible has told us that believe that you have received it with faith and with the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. Prayer plus faith plus the Holy Spirit gives you total answer to prayer. Give you divine and immediate answers to prayer. I want you to understand this. When you are praying, there's one thing that you have to do when you are praying. You have to open up your heart to Him. There's one thing you have to do when you are praying in the Holy Ghost. There's one thing you have to do when you are in the Spirit. God loves everyone, but God loves seriousness. When you are praying, make sure that your heart is open. Make sure that you don't that your heart is open unto him. Make sure that your heart is ready to receive. When you are in the spirit, make seriousness and focus your 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 make seriousness and focusness your him. God loves seriousness. 
let's look at the book of proverbs 23 26 he says give my son give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways whenever you are praying open up your heart to him believe let your heart be ready to receive from him your first sacrifice let me tell you this your first sacrifice is not praying let's still put praying aside let's put fasting aside let's put praising him aside your first sacrifice is you surrendering your heart totally and completely to him is you opening up your heart that he should come into your heart opening your heart because let's take proverbs 23 26 he says my son give me your heart and let your eyes do what and let your eyes observe my ways praise god i know this will be some of you questions that after surrendering your heart to him what is the next step to take but i want to assure you that the bible has answered that question let me repeat what what i said again some of you may be asking that after surrendering your heart after totally after receiving him totally into your life after opening your heart to receive from him what is the next thing but the Bible has answered that question in Deuteronomy 13 4. It says, After that, you shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandment and obey his voice. And you shall serve him and hold fast unto him. And hold fast unto him. Bedwin, after surrendering your heart to God, walk after him, fear him. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The way of the Lord. Is the way of wisdom. The way of the Lord is the way of breakthrough. There's a song that says, For the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. Do you choose the way of the Lord? It says, Walk after Him. Do everything you can, you can to please Him. Do not please men. God is the God ah libratos kamila kate oh si bayela katela katela kate what to do to receive the Holy Spirit I want you to put this down what to do to receive the Holy Spirit the steps you have to take to receive the Holy Spirit number one you have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart, only waiting for you to open up your heart that he may enter and become the ruler of your life. I want you to understand this. You are not the owner of your body. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. But when you allow the things of this world to be in control of your body, but when you allow the lust of this world to be the controller of your body, but when you allow demonic activities to be when you allow demonic when you allow demons to be in charge of your body ah see your body is the temple of the holy ghost i want you to know that praise god when your body is defied all sort of carnal things like fornication adultery lying stealing that's what happens when your body is defied. Those things that I just mentioned happen defies your body. 
and you don't expect the Holy Spirit to come and live in such body unless you accept Jesus Christ, unless you accept Him to come and be the ruler, unless He cleans, unless you cleanse, you cleanse your ways. And the Bible says, how can a man cleanse his ways? And the Bible also answered that question that only by, re- by only by the word of God can a man cleanse his way. Praise God. I want you to notice that the book of First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15. 1 Corinthians 6, 15 to 20, and also Romans 12. Chapter 1, verse 2 is telling us that our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And as I was saying, steps to take to receive the Holy Spirit. You must accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You must accept Him into your life today. Number two, you must be dead to sin. Tell your neighbor, be dead to sin. Because in the book of Romans, chapter 6, Romans, chapter 6, verse 1, tells us reason and gives us reason why we must be dead to sin praise god romans 6 verse 1 he says shall we say then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound you can't continue in sin i expect the grace of god to always be with you the grace I used to say this grace is like a battery what happens to a battery when you charge a battery and it becomes full there's 100% assurance that that battery can have the capacity to go back to 0%. That's how grace is. And for you to charge your grace, the Bible says you can't continue with sin and spread the grace of God to our pound. It says, God forbid. So the more you sin, the more the battery of that grace keeps reducing. The more you use your phone, what happens? The, the percentage keeps reducing until you charge again. That's how grace looks like. The more you sin, the more the percentage of your grace keeps running down. Keeps running down. Unless you charge. Unless you charge. Through the help of the Holy Spirit. O brades Kamila Kata. Be dead to sin. Let's read Romans 6, chapter 11 also. It says, Likewise, you also reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Also, the book of Romans 6, 12. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in his law. Do not let sin be the controller of your life. Sin cuts short, makes you come short of the glory of God. That's what sin does to you. He says, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. Sin makes you come come short of the glory of God. Praise God. Also, in Romans 6, chapter 14, he says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Praise God. After being dead to sin, what did the Bible say will happen to you? After you have been dead to sin. The book of Romans 6, 14 answered that question. He says, 
For sin shall not have dominion over you. After you have been dead to sin, sin can no longer be the ruler of your life anymore. Sin can no longer be the controller of your life anymore. Sin will not have dominion over you anymore. For you are not under law, but under grace. Number two, you have to live a holy life. I'm talking about steps to receive the Holy Spirit. You have to live a holy life. Live a life that pleases God. Don't live a life that pleases men. Don't say because your friends are doing this, uh, let me also do it. Your friends are doing, and you know that what your friends are doing does not please God. And you'll be like, ah, I don't want to lose my friends. If they see that I'm now born again, ah, they will leave, they will leave me. Let them leave you. Let your friends leave you. Friends that does not add value to your life is cutting short. Friends that are subtracting are not adding to your life. Let me put it that way. This oh see Bratos Camila Kate. Live a holy life, brethren. And again, live a prayerful life. Like a pray for a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. Because the book of 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, Brethren, pray without ceasing. The book of Luke 18.1 says, Men ought to pray and not to faint. Men ought to pray and not to faint. You are, we are all to rise up and pray. Rise up. Wake up from your sleep. Because pray in prayer... Anything is amplified in prayer. Prayer is an amplifier of every virtue you have. Let me tell you something. Speed plus prayer gives you greater speed. Revelation plus prayer plus the help of the Holy Spirit gives you higher revelation. Wisdom plus prayer gives you superior wisdom. And strength plus prayer gives you greater strength. Praise God. When prayer changes you, then everything that belongs to the whole you have to go with the whole you because you are now changed. That's what prayer does to you. Everything that belongs to the whole you have to go. Everything that belongs to the whole you, sorry, have to go with the whole you. Revive your prayer life. Revive the edification dimension of your prayer life. Don't just pray needs. Don't just pray one. Pray to grow. Some of us, when we are praying, that God should do this for us. God should do that for us. You spend close to five hours you spend close to two hours you spend close to three hours but when we are talking about god should give unto us when you are talking when we are talking about spiritual growth that we should pray for spiritual growth we spend just like five minutes or ten minutes and say lord help me grow spiritually help me grow spiritually oh see body shakade let me tell you something. If God, if you grow spiritually, every other thing is it needs, is it whatever, is it financial, 
Is it wealth? Is it wisdom? Every other thing will grow with you. Bedroom, pray to grow. Be it money. Be it success. Be it promotion. When you grow up in the spirit, when you grow up spiritually, when your spirit man begins to gain capacity in the spirit, every other thing grows with you. Very soon you see world will begin to locate you. Success will begin to locate you. Promotion will begin to locate you. Because you have grown in the spirit. Number five steps to take to receive the Holy Spirit. Consistent reading of the Word of God. Because the, book, the Bible says in Joshua 1 that read. Oh, it says meditate on this word day and night it it says meditate on it day and night let the word of God not depart from you not depart from your mouth and you shall meditate on it day and night not once in a week not once in two weeks not once in three days, it's day and night. It helps you. Those are the steps to take to receive the Holy Spirit. And the last but not the least, follow peace with all men. Follow peace with all men. Praise God. E prados kamira katia lakata. O zibedia lakate sirakate. O brandon simia lakata. Let's look at the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 9 to 11. Yes, also, it also tells us about the spirit, about the things of the spirit. Romans 8, chapter 9 to 11 is trying to tell us that you are not to live according to the flesh or set your minds on things of the flesh. Romans 8, chapter 9 it says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. Praise God. Let's read further. It says, And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body. Through his spirit who dwells in you. Praise God. Oh, see, Bratus Camira Cati Lacate. Oh, Brania Lacati Alacati. Zebede Alacate. Zete Kete Kete. Libra Kete Racate Racate Racate. Oh, see, Bratus Camila Cati. Oh, Bratus Camara Cati Sharacata. Zebede Kete Yacate. You are not to live according to the flesh or set your minds on the things of the flesh. And what are the things of the flesh? Idolatry, uncleanliness, contention, dissension, adultery, lewdness, jealousy, jealousy, fornication, hatred, and a lot more. Oh, see, brat this Camilla 
Do not set yourself, do not set, do, or do not live according to the things of the flesh because these things draw you far. The things of the flesh draws you far. Ah, oh, sorry. Oh, Bratos Kamilakata. Let's open the, let's go to the book of Romans 12, chapter 2 to 3. I'm trying to pick a point there. Romans 12, 2 to 3. He says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and what is acceptable and perfect will of God. Do not allow lust of the flesh be the ruler of your life. Do not allow lust. The Bible says in Romans 12, it says, Do not be conformed to the things of this world. The Bible says, Vanity upon vanity, all is vanity, said the preacher. They black those coming. You have to set your mind on spiritual things. Did you know what happened to you when you surrender? Your life to Christ. What happened to you is that your spirit becomes reconciled to God. It becomes born again, and therefore you are now born by the Spirit. For us to engage with God, we must be we must begin to align ourselves with the things of the Spirit. Because God is a spirit, and he that must worship him must worship him in, must worship him in spirit and in truth. We cannot receive anything from God if we can't connect our spirit to the spirit of God. Because the spirit of God will bear witness with our spirit. That's the connection I'm talking about. Now let's study the the spiritual life. Let's study the spiritual man. I mean, spiritual man. How to be fueled up spiritually how to be loaded in the spirit number one you must be born of the spirit you must understand the things of the spirit you must be led by this by the spirit you must walk in the spirit and live by the spirit you must be born by the spirit born of the spirit i mean to become to be filled how to understand the things of the spirit you must it's through the word of god and through the holy spirit praise god hallelujah Bedwin, let's begin to speak in the Holy Ghost.